Oh, wow. I've never heard of it. It's new, actually. <laughs> I pushed a button. Yeah. All right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> Okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Group. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. So in the constant rebranding of our show, uh, going from the T-Bone and Chick Brew <laughs> show down to the down to Lunds B with T-Bone and Chick Brew, now the latest version is the Lunds B show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. And I had to do that because I don't care how hard you try. If you just say, if you just do searches for Lunsby, if you type them in, it will come up. L-U-N-S-B, type it in, it comes up. Hashtag L-U-N-S-B comes up and it's directly us. But if you were to use one of your electronic assistants and say, I can't say, I need a fake name, Uh, Christina. That's a good fake name. <laughs> imagine, imagine Christina is my electronic assistant in all the flavors that they come in, whether it be the A word, the B word, the G word, or the S word. I think that's all of them. We're just going to use Christina as the example because that doesn't highlight my actual electronic assistants. Christina, play the T-bone. And, oops. Christina, play Lunsby. And some beautiful piano guy comes up and some religious music. It's amazing. Christina, play the Christina, play the Lunds B show has worked once. But when I'm using a verbal assistant, I have I've had to revert to play the T-Bone and Chick Pro show. And that's that's because we don't have enough under the umbrella of the Lunsby show. So we'll we'll work on it and we'll continue to do that and we'll make it easy that in the future children will be able to say play the Lunsby show. <laughs> I got my license plate frame in this week. My license plate frame uh, brought to me by Tegan's Tees, the official merchandise of the Lunsby show. Tegan's Tees uh, I can't blame this on her. There was a screw-up. Carvana, how I bought my car, has been an exceptional experience. I really, I, I've enjoyed it. But there have been some, there have there, been some things along the way that uh, I didn't enjoy so much. I have a license plate for the state of Pennsylvania. There's no need to get a new one. This one works just fine. So I wanted to transfer my tag from the Volvo to the Cadillac. And Carvana was cool with that. Like, yeah, that's easy. That's no problem. We'll do that. Free of charge. No problem. And when I thought I was getting my brand new license frame in, instead, I got a new license plate in with new numbers. And I don't want new numbers. I didn't, I didn't, the, the poor guys at the prison who have to make these things, you know, I don't want them thinking that they're doing it for naught. If you're knocking out license plates because you're doing life, I appreciate you, but I don't want to overwork you because I'm coming right back and I'm doing a vanity tag right behind it. By the way, Pennsylvania, one of the most expensive states in the union to do a vanity tag in. One of oh. the cheapest states, North, I mean, Virginia. 
Everybody's got a vanity tag in Virginia. And second is like Florida. But Pennsylvania, California, and Seattle, or uh, Washington, are the highest uh, fees when it comes to personalized tags. I'm sorry. All I could think about still is when you, <laughs> when you were using the butler thing, the Christina. Um, have you seen the Diary of a Mad Black Woman? I uh, I have seen a Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I hate to admit, more times than any white man should have seen. Okay, but that part like, at the end was, and forty was, years was like, ago. Christina, Christina, oh, Christina's gone. <laughs> Anytime people like call my name, because I don't know if you remember Janelle. She worked at Liberty with me. She was also a reservist in MA2. She used to do that at work. She, when she needed me, she'd like, Christina. And I'd be like, Christina is gone. And so it was like our going joke. But now anytime someone does that, all I can think of is Christina is gone. So it, when you were like. <laughs> it is like, possible to change your, uh, your electronic assistance to respond to the name you call them. So in the right. ongoing feud between my wife and Christina. Christina, the ongoing feud between the two of them, I, I do things uh, for fun that unfortunately upset my wife. And one of the things I've done is now I have uh, the the electronic assistant refer to me as my lord. <laughs> let me let me explain why. <laughs> we were watching a TV series and the phrase my lord comes up often. Obviously, uh, Uthrid. Followed uh, by Voldemort. No, i I don't remember what the show was, but basically it's set in Britain and everybody's referred to as uh, The Last Kingdom. I think it was The Last Kingdom. We were watching Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and and this was months ago. And, she, you know, she watches the show and she picks up on some of the, the weird things about it. Yes, I see. And she picks up on some of the weird things about it. And then she starts calling me my lord. Okay, we haven't watched the show in a couple months. I'm like, hey, the my lord thing, it's getting old. Stop calling me my lord. People think that's weird. Don't do that. And, uh, and she continues to do it. It's like, oh, okay. You want to play that game? You want to play the game? Let's play the game. And I say to Christina, uh, please refer to me as my lord. So now anytime Christina wants to make an announcement in the household, it's my lord. Today is a reminder. Thursday is trash day. <laughs> Now, now, at the same time, at the same time, I still have the the electronic assistants in this house angry with the wife. So, like, whenever she says something, they respond with, okay, Julie, whatever. <laughs> and then they don't do it. <laughs> um, I was watching one of those dating shows. Mm, it was probably love. A whore off. I can't remember anyone's name on those shows because they're all the same person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was someone whose name was Alexa, and I was like, how do they even live? How difficult is that? Because, <laughs> like, it doesn't really matter if you're an Apple person or an Android person. Chances are you have an Alexa something in your house. We have Alexa somethings in our house. Now, we don't utilize that portion of like our fire stick or anything but it's there we could if we wanted to but why wouldn't like, you it makes life so easy why wouldn't you i need something in my life to be difficult okay everything's so easy <laughs> you have a spouse for difficult <laughs> well, everything um, else should be easy no rupert uh chewed the remote and you your glasses the microphone 
that's <laughs> and Rupert ate two of the remotes, and the remotes cost more than the fire sticks, so we just use our phones now, and it's not the same. They had a Anywho. they had a recent sale. I bought two of them for like nine dollars a piece. Oh, nice. Yeah, and and unlike living in Spain, I didn't crack them, and I don't have the porn on them, and I can't watch everything with them. I'm just using the fire stick in the legal way it was intended to be used. Like the internet, right? Just <laughs> <laughs> for cat videos. And so, Yeah, I because, you know, it's crazy, but there was a long period where I didn't live in the United States and I would read news in the United States and I would laugh. Ha 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 that you know letter. <laughs> somebody downloading, you know, movies or something like that, they would get these unbelievably huge fines and prison sentences. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm in Korea, so I'm going to continue to use my VPN and download stuff for free. And then when I got into Spain, I was using my VPN. I was downloading stuff for free. And then I got to the United States, like, I'll pay for that. I don't want to go to prison. If if I'm going to go to prison, the United States is not the place I want to go to prison. I I want to go to a prison in a country where there's a lot less sex. That's a a, a monastery type prison, a prison where I think that's the more sex one. To be honest with you, um, <laughs> I don't. And you're beautiful, so I don't think you're safe anywhere. I am not. I am not safe. Totally I am an attractive man, and I would not do well in prison, which is one of the main reasons why oh, I don't. Real pretty <laughs> Oh, you're in for it. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to T-Bone Does Time. Oh. One uh one of my favorite comedians, one of my favorite storytellers is Ali Sadiq. And Ali Sadiq recently did a, a a new special. It's available for everybody to watch. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's it's a full comedy special available on YouTube. But right now I'm starting to see clips of him doing a special in prison show where he's in front of a bunch of convicts because, you know, Ali did his time. He's in front of a bunch of convicts and he's telling stories and telling jokes. And, you know, I everybody saw Johnny Cash when he goes to Folsom prison and he plays in front of the convicts. Yeah. But to do comedy in front of convicts. Man, that takes a special, special kind of talent. And Ali Sadiq is one of, by far, one of the best storytellers out there. One of the best humorous storytellers out there. Very funny man, but a great way of delivering. I wish I wish our virtual engineer was here today because I would love to pull up the name of uh, his special <laughs> so I can promote oh, it. You have to do it alone. <laughs> and while you do that, I'll tell you. So... On my fire stick, I domino effect. Don't use all that extra stuff. I it's available. I could do it. Maybe I have in the past, but I really am just Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO Max, YouTube, and there's so much content at all times. Do you pay for HBO Plus, Disney Plus? Do you pay for those? Yeah, so well, I pay for Netflix. <laughs> my mom pays for HBO Max. My brother pays for Hulu. And my mom pays for Disney Plus. So we're all paying. We're all paying something Yes, out there. but if you crack your Fire Stick, you can get all of that for free without sharing passwords. 
but someone's already paying for it and I have my own profile. Why would I want to have to? <laughs> you're you're right, like, though. There was just a, an unbelievable. I can like pick up where I left off on my phone when I go to work and then it's right there. I can watch it on my iPad. I can poop. I can take a shower. I can do everything <laughs> as long as I'm logged in. But you're right, though. There is an unbelievable amount of content that is out there. And, and now, it, you know. The Tennessee Tramp, Janet, uh, what is Janet's last name? Janet Willie Williams? Janet. Anyway, the Tennessee Tramp always said, always lie on your resume. She was a comedian from years and years ago. She's still performing. She's a great lady. And when you do that, because nobody checks your references. If you say you performed at this club, this club, and this club, and this club, the people are just going to take it. Okay, the guy performed there. But now, when it comes to, like, because you wanted, back in the day, you wanted TV and movie credits to make you seem more popular and and to be you know to You're be hireable. booked more yeah more more You're bookable. Printed. You're sought after. But now I, I watched a I watched one today called the Babysitter and it wasn't it was not uh, X rated it was the Babysitter on Netflix but there was something about that Babysitter boy she got my. Well, let's talk about something else and it will come to you. Like literally anything else and it will come to you. Of course. Of course. If only we had a virtual engineer. I know. Where is she when we need her? Traveling, I think? No, she's home, but she's doing a weird beard contest. <laughs> she hates when I say weird beard. I'm going to... She's not here. She is I not. Think we should show up one time and each have a weird beard. Like you should shave yours in a weird way. And I will find <laughs> something and I will make a weird beard. And we will ask permission to join the Weird Beard Club. I'm into it. I'm here for it. The only weird beard thing I want to do is the the monkey tail. I think that is absolutely hilarious. You'd have to look it up. Oh, I know what it is. You know what the monkey tail is? All right. I am going to go. I know what it is. I am going to go down a rabbit hole if I try to find that answer. So I'm just going to leave it. As, as hard as that may be, I'm just going to leave it. So, yeah, something about this babysitter got my uh, attention. Uh, although she was a murderer, crazy, and she, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to give away the ending. It's not a spoiler alert. But she's a hot blonde with blue eyes, and that seems to be my thing. So I paid particular attention to that. But that and the show, or The Island, The Island is my new thing to watch. Now, I've seen The Island before when it was solely a BBC broadcast, but now they're doing like an international version, and it's Bear Grylls, and he takes 14 people, and he drops them off on an island and says, oh, figure it out. Literally, figure it out. Like, you want something to eat? Go kill it. You want something to drink? Go fight. You want to make fight? No support whatsoever. When Survivor first came out, this is how long ago this was. When Survivor first came out, I wanted to be on Survivor, but I didn't like the fact that they had rules. I think they should have dropped those people off and made it actual Survivor. The last living person wins the million dollars because I would have been willing to kill many, many people for a million dollars back then. Not now. Now, not so much. Now I'm doing okay. I'm not uh, I'm not murderous for money like I used to be. I... You wanted the Hunger Games, it sounds like what you wanted. <laughs> I... Wait, I, was, I read an interesting article about Bear Grylls today, actually. Which how is, is that, that you possible? Up. So it turns out Pippa, Pippa Middleton, who's married to Prince, not Harry, Balding, that guy, William, her brother-in-law, so her husband's brother, actually 
became the youngest person to summit Mount Everest at the age of 22. He did it because Bear Grylls did it the year previously at the age of 23. But the the brother-in-law never came down. Uh He made it to the top. But he passed away on the way back down. So Bear Grylls, who he w- then became friends with, you know, because now he's famous because they had made a lot of money. But this happened in like the 90s. 98, Bear Grylls, I think, did it in 97 and he did it in 98. Or Bear Grylls did it in 98 and he did it in 99. I can't remember those exact dates. But Bear Grylls led an expedition recently to try to locate his body to bring it back. They did not. Succeed. But I read that today. And it's funny that you bring him up because so I just uh, read that again we talk hours. about we talk about the massive amount of content that is available for viewing now. And I just got done watching this series called uh, like Landquake or something like that, where it was all about the uh, earthquake that occurred on uh, Mount Everest. So there are hundreds of people every day reaching the summit of Mount Everest. It's not that big of a deal anymore. You got to be somewhat fit, but the guides take you and they've got a bunch of safety gear and they get you all the way up to the top and you're allowed like three seconds at the top before you have to move on before the next person comes up. And you don't experience a lot of death up there anymore because it's a pretty, it's, well, it's a good process. <laughs> yeah, that too, sure. It's, it's a good process they got, but occasionally they forget mother nature ain't nobody's bitch. She does what she wants. And she just drops it on them. Huge, huge avalanche, earthquake, just, and people dead and dying and villages wiped away and Bear Grylls was nowhere to be found. But yeah, there are a lot of, so uh, the the Duchess of York, I think is her official title, whatever it is. I'm sorry about your brother, but his record no, of uh, his record doesn't count because getting to the top is only part of the title. Uh, the youngest person ever to summit Mount Everest. Never, well, then, of course, like my conspiracy theorist brain, like, <laughs> well, they found another guy. They found a Nepalese guy. They found a guide. He killed him, and he is alive, and he faked his death on the top of Mount Everest. Oh, the tale of two <laughs> princes. Like, yes. Such a good, <laughs> I mean, probably never going to be alive. I have tickets to go to London in the summer. Don't play this until ah. <laughs> I'll not be in. But, like, such a good conspiracy theory slash movie. We should get that in the works. Yes, yes, that should definitely be a a Lunsby production. The the real tale of two princes. How a how a Sherpa became royalty. (laughs) I think this is okay. I do not know why. Imagine like I mean, like no offense to anyone and their efforts and their their work. But like, imagine if it was true, right? Like, imagine if he was like, okay, hello, Sherpa 87. I need to talk to you for a minute. Unfortunately, sir, this is your last day at work. I have to kill you. Just stay here till you die. I will pay money to your family. Bye. And then like, ah, (laughs) I'm going to fake my death. And that, you know. Oh, I was going with the tale of two princes where they switch places. Yeah, you were you were on the though, you were on the murderous well, like, rant, which is is quite scary that you would go there. Well, you don't know the inside of my brain, but like I don't know the inside of anybody's like, brain. Super rich, right? And you like you wouldn't want to become the Sherpa, and the Sherpa is what who they found. So 
maybe the Sherpa was trying to replace the prince and then the prince won and he was like, my life is in danger. I must hide. And then he makes a break for it and runs. I don't know. There's Here, potential in multiple directions. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, the prince gets there. And this, and this guy, you know, he wants to summit Everest at 22. He wants to be famous, but the, the pressure of the fame is getting to him. And he just happens to come across a Sherpa who has a British accent and looks eerily similar to him. And he makes a deal with him. It's like, hey, man, I just want to keep climbing this mountain back and forth. And you look like you're done climbing this mountain. Why don't you go back to Britain and pretend to me? Me, and I'll stay here and Sherpa like you. Nobody has to die. And the Sherpa thought, eat British food for the rest of my life and pass straight away. <laughs> Ketchup beans, no thank you. That, milk? that is a perfect segue to start talking about it's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing you know, fuck all. I wanted to talk to you about cooking, but I don't remember what I wanted to talk to you about. You make cream puffs? I have not yet made a pair of shoes, uh, but I, I have all of the ingredients, and tomorrow I'm sure I'll have some alone time. I don't, I, I don't Do like. Do not watch the babysitter again. Make a pair of shoes, okay? I I really enjoyed the babysitter. There was. Put it on in your iPad. She's really attractive. I don't have any eye anything. And I don't have nothing. While you're beating the shit out of the dough, <laughs> yeah. get all that same energy. I just found out that I have I uh, Apple Plus TV uh, included in my T-Mobile membership. So I, oh, oh okay, I, I have Apple Plus. They've got some things in Apple Plus that I've seen some advertisements for. That will be fun. I want to do that. So I sign up to do the Apple Plus. And you know what Apple Plus requires? That you have the other Apple account too, the the one for the the you have to have something else Apple, and that is an Apple my, ID. I have an Apple ID, and I have an Apple password, and I, ha I have access to Apple Plus, but they want me to have the other thing, the thing with the music. iTunes. They want me to have an iTunes account, and that has always been my problem with Apple anything. If you don't have an iTunes, you can't have nothing. So although included in our subscription is an apple plus thing i'm not downloading itunes again it's too invasive i don't like it i'm not doing it not gonna do it that has nothing to do with food we were getting ready to talk about food apple that was it um, <laughs> that's all you have yes, to yes. an apple is food good point to food today is what apple is your plus what is your favorite food. apple okay so <laughs> I don't eat a lot of apples because I hate apple skin. Okay. You know, like the texture of the apple is great. It's it's crisp and it has a really nice sweet, but the skin has like that bitter. I don't. You can remove the skin of the apple. I know. I know. I know. But the idea of an apple is that it is a portable handheld food. And <laughs> uh, in the past, when I have been walking with eating an apple and biting off the skin and spitting it places frowned upon people are like you can eat that and then i have to explain to my disdain for apple skin I... now when i'm with the dogs it's fine because i just feed it to the dog. <laughs> 
I have I can't eat apples anymore. But I used to be a huge apple fan. Ladies are good though, yeah. I, I would eat the entire apple. I would eat the core. I would eat the entire apple. What and, about the seeds? Uh, yeah, yeah, the seeds too. To include the arsenic that's in the seeds, that's how I build up the tolerance to the eventual poisoning right. my wife does to me. I, she's she's changed poisons, by the way. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I've got your back. I'll let you know. <laughs> One of my favorite things about eating apples was just to take a massive bite. Just to use my chompers for everything my chompers were and just to launch into it and to just yank out a giant section in the shape of my mouth. I loved that part of eating an apple. Like, oh, you want you you want this mother trucker to eat an apple? I'll show you how to eat an apple. Crunch apple. But then I got so my I got, I got all my teeth fixed and I can't do that anymore because if I do that, I might lose my teeth. So I had a friend that loved apple skin. Uh-huh. And so it was Well, that works great for you. you. Yeah, they would eat the skin and then I would eat the other apple. And it was fine because this was like before COVID and I don't know. Wait, back when you were sharing germs? What? Sharing germs with people that I knew, you know, Ugh. like drinking after them and stuff. I don't even leave my house. So speaking of cooking and speaking of COVID. <laughs> I feel like that needs its own intro, cooking and COVID. I had to get a booster. No, you didn't. I don't know why. I do know why. You didn't Dio's have discretion. to. You got a booster. You didn't have to. Dio's discretion. I'm still serving our country and I don't have the freedom to decide. They're making you get boosters now, even though they know it doesn't work. All right. Well, I can't wait to see how that testicle looks when it grows on your forehead. Me either. I have plenty of room for it. There's enough forehead up here. Probably one. Lance Armstrong will be jealous. I, I was like, I went actually went to get my flu shot. But earlier that the last week, I saw that uh, we were highly encouraged to get them before drill weekend. If we had not received them by drill weekend, we were going to get them there. And I thought... I absolutely have no desire to be in Naples in a hotel with or without a roommate having the horrible side effects from that shot that I get every time. It doesn't matter from the first one until, what is this, four? I don't, four? four. Five, six, seven, um, doesn't matter. None of them work. Yeah, I don't, I've lost count. I don't even care. I've anymore. gotten COVID Just... more times than I've got vaccined for COVID. <laughs> so every single time, it kills me. The manager gets a headache, needs to sleep, fine. Me, I have chills. My skin hurts. I'm like, okay, so that's going on. I've got the flu. I've got COVID. I can't lift my arms. My whole body is shutting down. I'm like sipping Dayquil just to take the edge off. Because I have <laughs> two, two food orders, two birthday cakes, a regular size cake, and of course, a miniature version smash cake for the one-year-old. Yeah, that's adorable. It's going to look beautiful on your Instagram. And two pies, a pumpkin pie and a lemon pie. All these things should have taken me no time at all. But with COVID vaccine body, rolling out a pie, I almost died. It was awful. It was how, awful. how big is your rolling pin? A normal size rolling pin. What, what is a normal size rolling pin? Like forearm. Exactly. You know, the producer, she asked me one year, she's like, what do you have for Christmas? And I was like, I, I would like a rolling pin. I, I don't have a rolling pin, so a rolling pin would be nice so that I can do rolling pin stuff. And she bought me one. And it, first of all, it's plaid. 
And I don't know, I don't know why a rolling pin would be plaid, but this was plaid, and it was like the size of my hand. It was, it was, it was maybe five. It was. I'm like, who makes a rolling pin half the size of what is supposed to be a rolling? And it has no weight to it at all. She just didn't want you to feel intimidated. <laughs> I'm. I am used to like a marble. A, a marble foot long rolling pin that you could curl to build muscle with. And this thing is this it was not. She's so wanted My to be the man of that. Puppy is having issues today. He is all over what are you doing? I love you, Dad. He's all over me. Yeah, well you smell like bacon. Why would I smell like bacon? Just because I'm fat? No, you tell me. I don't smell like bacon because I'm fat. I didn't call you fat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to talk? Don't talk my words around. I yeah, so I, in your pocket. My, my intent is to make a pair of shoes tomorrow. And uh, just to, to go back on the recipe, I'm going to be using seven tablespoons of uh, non-salted butter. I'm going to boil that up real nice. I'm going to put a, a one cup of flour and one cup of water in there, and I'm going to roll it, and I'm going to stir it and stir it, and I'm flip it up, smack it, and rub it down. And then, individually, I'm going to add four eggs. Boop. One. Stir it up. Boom. Two. Stir it up. Three. Boom. Four. Boom. I'm going to put that in the oven 350 degrees. I'm going to do it for 30, 30 minutes? I think it's 30 minutes, 350 degrees for 30 minutes. Then I'm going to take it out. Then I'm going to stick it a is. hole in it. You're going to take a tablespoon. Yeah. Two tablespoons. Uh-huh. You're going to put it in for 15. 15. Okay. If they start to raise, if they if they start to raise by 15. Raise or rise. Yes, I prefer rise. I don't care what you prefer. <laughs> um, they're raising the roof. What? what? Okay. <laughs> then you're going to, they're not done. They're just raising. Yes. They're not done. It's not a full rise. That's when I poke a hole in them. Poke a hole in them uh -huh. to dry out the center. Right. 15 more minutes. And 15 more minutes. So it's a total of 30 minutes broken into 15 minute increments. Have faith in me. I can do this. I can do this. My Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I enjoy nothing more than impressing my mother-in-law. And if I can make pair of shoes for her, I can make pair of shoes for anybody. And I've got the chocolate pudding and I've got the, uh, the piping. Right, so I'm gonna pipe it with chocolate pudding, and oh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be amazing, as long as your recipe doesn't fail me. Are you, when are you making this? I figure I'll make another test batch tomorrow, cause I've got extra parchment paper. Parchment uh, paper is good, nice <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want pics or video. I gave you pics last time. I want pics or video. If they come out well, you will get pics and video. All right, and, and it's time to spin the wheel of destiny. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. You got a headline for me? Yes. Illinois man puts on 509 lanyards to break world record. <laughs> so in the constant attempt to try to get new listeners, I talk to people about the show and I talk to them specifically about the book of everything and some of the things that we've learned. And I know this is not the book of everything segment, but last week in the book of everything, we talked about British people, uh, people of the country of England, 
lose 100,000 phones a year down the toilet, and 50,000 phones a year are run over. 150,000 phones a year are destroyed in England because of carelessness and the lack of lanyards, which I specifically brought up last week and said, didn't they invent the lanyard? <laughs> so here we have an Illinois man. Illinois. Uh, Illinois, who uh, strapped himself up with uh, 500 lanyards. Oh, 509. Don't 509 lanyards? What, are the, what were the lanyards? Why are we talking like this? <laughs> and I'm joining you. Because Ooh. it's a 509 lanyard record. It's like, uh, it's how it feels. It feels very. It feels like trying to get in and out of any Navy building. Were they connected to anything? Uh, net. 509 lanyards. Really doesn't feel like that's a. A world record. Just, why? Like someone at one point was like three lanyards, her, her, and <laughs> big deal. Like, three. I can clearly do four. In the building, and so every sailor was like five lanyards, and then someone was like six lanyards, and Air Force was like ten lanyards. And there's a beer named after got- it, like a hundred and one lanyards, and then there's a bar <laughs> named after it. It's like a hundred one lanyards times two, and it just keeps escalating right. to the point where. There's a guy in Illinois with a bunch of rope around his neck. Right. But like someone was like, we should put this in the Guinness Book of World Records. And at what number did it start? How I, many lanyards was the I'm first pretty one? sure what I can beat 509. is excessive. I, I could beat 509, but I won't spend the money on 510 lanyards. I know where we can get some. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, my goodness. All right. Do you have another headline for me? Of course I do. The National Park Services wants humans to stop licking this toad. Oh, Bufatni. Uh, once you've licked a toad's ass, you never go back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, bufotny is the chemical that is on certain toe. I got a great story for this. Now, and ladies and gentlemen, in case you forgot, what we do with headlines is she gives me a headline and I try to tell you the rest of the story. And this, in this instance, I'm not doing that at all. I'm going to tell you about a friend of mine, Randy Gomer. Randy Gomer was a United States Marine. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. A United States Marine. He was a drill instructor in Paris Island, South Carolina. And to torment the young Marine recruits, this un- this epitome of Marine. Randy was the epitome of Marine, without a doubt. And as a Marine drill instructor, he was the epitome of a Marine drill instructor. And he would frequently, frequently at the the range, because the Marines spend days at the range learning how to shoot properly, he would have one of the recruits grab a frog and they would bring the frog over to Randy, the intimidating drill instructor who would bite the head off the frog as if he was doing some kind of Ozzy Osbourne impression. This was a regular thing for him to do until one day one of the recruits did not bring him a frog as requested, but instead brought him a toad. 
A toad. Yes, and the toad in question secreted bufotny, which is a special enzyme that it uses for its own protection, but it makes humans wicked high. So the marine drill instructor in charge of the rifle range that day bites the toad's head off and gets wicked high. <laughs> That's how you know <laughs> Now imagine having a platoon, and, uh, you know, a platoon of young Marines out there that you're trying to teach how to shoot, and you are just reaching for leprechauns. You are just spaced out of this world. <laughs> was that the last time, or the first time he asked for a toad? That was the last time he ever did that, and it's just funny how things work out it is it is something that you know because my buddy jack o'brien is a man's man you know what i mean like other men look to jack like god i wish i could be that manly i love jack and uh, me and jack have been friends for years and when me and jack go fish all right you, you know i have an issue with fish right you don't know this i forgot you don't know this as a young lad, my father took me fishing. I wanted to please my dad, so we went fishing. And he caught a gar. Now, in case you don't know, a gar, or uh, I think the, the appropriate legal name is alligator gar, is just a, a large muscled fish with nothing but teeth. So my dad opens up the gar's mouth with a pair of pliers and tells me, young, impressionable, wanting to make my father happy me, to take the hook out of its mouth. So I reach my hand in there and I grab the hook and I'm doing what my beloved father says, at which point he releases the pliers and laughs his took us off. It is the funniest thing in the world that there is an alligator gar mauling his son. So, so one, that's hilarious. <laughs> Two, that must be a boy child thing because I am a hundred percent certain that a girl's dream is to only irritate their father. And had you been born a girl, you would have known absolutely this is a trap. So, so that gives me issues. I can't touch live fish. I can't. And anytime <laughs> I got daddy issues. That's why that's why I was a stripper all those years. So if I'm going to go talk about it later. If I'm gonna go fishing with you, I tell you in advance, look, I got issues, I can't touch live fish, and I told Jack this, and me and Jack we go fishing. And he's a great guy. He baits my hook, he does all these things. And he's tried, he's tried to make me more of a man like there'd be like some goldfish or something in the bait bucket he's like go ahead and grab that and i try i really do but i'm shaking and i'm sweating and i just even if it's a tiny little fish that can't possibly hurt me touching a live fish just triggers so much in my brain i can't do it I, I told you all of that to get back to Jack being the manly man, man. I remember watching him just eat a crab. Like we were at the honey hole. We were fishing. He was doing the baiting and he was doing the taking the fish off the hook thing. And he just he caught a crab with his bare hands and he washed it off in water and then threw the crab into his mouth and ate the crab. Because that's what men do. He's like a caveman man. 
By the way, if you ever find yourself in Kings so, Bay, Georgia, go to the bunker, Brian Bunker, the 19th hole, the well, O'Brien Bunker. Well, you remember bunker. two things, biting the head off of something. Once I was in high school a million years ago, and we had a fire drill, and we all went outside, and this guy comes back in, not in our class. I mean, we knew him. He was in our grade. But again, not in our actual English class. He walks in, and he says, hey, I found this dead bird while we were at the fire drill. And our English teacher goes, uh, put it in the trash can? And he said, okay. And he bit the head off the bird, threw the bird in the trash can, and spit the head into the hall. What? <laughs> Two... <laughs> When it comes to fishing, we all know that I am not the greatest outdoors person. <laughs> Man, woman, woman's woman. I don't do outside. It has a smell. And it makes me itch. Now, I worked at a summer camp, and I taught theater at the summer camp and things like that. One time, the girl who normally taught fishing had an appointment. So they said, hey, can you go down with these brownies? Very young, small girls. And just they're just going to put bread on the hooks, the lines are literally just reels of like kite string style fishing line. <laughs> no chance. Drop in the water. No chance they of catching a fish. They're catch. just fishing. They probably won't catch anything. Don't worry about it. No one ever catches anything. I said, team player, 100%. I got this. Give me a walkie talkie. I'm going to the pier. Girl puts their water, just right in the water. There was just a whole school of fish. <laughs> just a whole school of fish. <laughs> These little brownies are catching fish left and right. I caught something. Miss, I caught something. I have no earthly idea how to take the hook out of the fish's mouth. I am on the radio. Uh, anybody, literally anybody, the nurse, anybody, kitchen staff, I don't care. <laughs> anybody be taking out of these fish's mouths. I'm like, just leave them in the water. See if they get free. They're like, can we eat them? I'm like, no, baby girl. <laughs> and I'm just spiraling. My, apparently my radio call was so frantic. They thought that someone had fallen in. They weren't certain. And literally <laughs> came running there was like the whole staff for the camp put their program to come take these hooks out and they're like do you want me to show you how to take it out for a future reference and i'm like absolutely not nope. i am going back to my room because i should be on break i'm done so <laughs> the theater kids are at the pool that's where i should be the next time we're together we have to go fishing you know that's we have to go fishing <laughs> just because i've never caught anything anytime i've gone fishing yeah, and it's probably a purpose. You know, Nina was a great fishing partner because Nina would, Nina had no fear, man. She would take the fish off the hook without a problem, you know, and at the same time we were fishing, we were crabbing. She had no problem, like, killing the crabs. She was fearless. Amazing kid. I love that kid. Uh, all right. Like, so. I'm going to come because I, we need a hero. <laughs> it's not us. <laughs> you but we are not no we'll do like a fishing charter like you know what we'll do i got it you'll come you'll visit we'll go to like an amish fishing charter and we'll have the amish take care of the hard work my hands are sweating can i just make, <laughs> can make this to the amish people because i make a mean amish croissant there is no <laughs> my hands are like sweating all right maybe you we'll... and i not built for survival what about virtual <laughs> fishing can we go virtual fishing Oh, I did that with the... I'm good at virtual apple. fishing, yes. Super nauseous. <laughs> All right, we uh, we are pressed for time, so we've got to move on to some other things here. How about the... Uh, here we go. The Book of Every. 
everything. Every week we try to give you some important information, some some little nuggets of knowledge. What is your issue, son? What is Dad. going on? Oh, he loves you. Oh, uh, we try to give you, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. My dog wanted to be involved in the book of everything. So every week we try to give you a little something from the book of everything, a, a little nuggets of knowledge that you may find useful. And if they're good, you do not forget them. So here we go. Don't, don't. Here we go. From the book of everything. The year after the American Civil War ended, a fifth of Mississippi state budget was spent on artificial limbs for wounded soldiers. A fifth of the state's entire budget was spent on artificial limbs for wounded soldiers. Ladies and gentlemen. And that was the end of universal health care in America, folks. <laughs> this <Thanks> Mississippi. <laughs> This uh, coincidentally came during Veterans Day weekend. How crazy. And I, and I picked the books from the book of everything at complete random. There's no way I knew that until I read it. How cool is that? Happy Veterans Day, veterans. And, and, and veterans, you're not required to wish other veterans happy Veterans Day. It's implied, dude. We both served. We get it, okay? Don't wish me happy Veterans Day. I got you, bro. Did you change your picture? Huh? Change your profile picture? Yeah, only because, you know, it's been a while, number one. Uh, number two, it's, it's me and my favorite uh, veteran in the picture, so I enjoyed doing that. I also went out on Veterans Day, and not once did I ask for a veterans discount. Why not? I have never had a vet. I've had one Veterans Day in America and I was in school and then I had to work and I've literally never taken advantage. So you take advantage for me. Go get you something nice. I got okay, a free haircut. This is for Christina. This I got a free haircut from my girl Shell at Supercuts because I was wearing, are you ready for this? A Veterans of Comedy t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it I says veterans right on it. Now, I didn't have to show my actual veteran ID. I had a veterans of comedy, no laugh left behind, DOD seal, official looking t-shirt, and I got a free haircut. Doesn't matter because the, the haircut money goes to the corporation. I, uh, I take care of the tip, and the tip is the same, and the tip was quite rewarding, and there was no <laughs> Veterans Day tip. All right, the second book from the book of everything. Here we go. Nutmeg is illegal in Saudi Arabia because it is a hallucinogenic if consumed in large quantities. So much. How much nutmeg do you need to eat to become hallucinogenic? Like you need eight toads worth. You should. <laughs> <laughs> ah, very good. I was also going to reference back to the toad. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Nutmeg is illegal in Saudi Arabia because it is hallucinogenic if consumed in large quantities. Large quantities being defined as at least eight toad heads. <laughs> Moving on. It's our listeners' favorite portion of the show. It is uh, the birthday boost section, and here's how it works. Every week, 
she gets to pick two friends and I give it I get to pick two friends two of our friends who we want to uh, just give the most amazing boost that we could possibly give and uh, and then there's a whole bunch of other honorable mentions so if you uh, if you are chosen for our birthday burst uh, birthday boost section it's because you've done something that is a birthday boost worthy in one way shape form or another and if you're in our honorable mention well you need to try harder next time so there you go it's birthday boost time as always you get to go first first off terry terry is like a terry. big sister to me she let me live in her apartment when i was 19 what? <laughs> let me buy her apartment when i was almost 40 what? <laughs> she's known me my whole life she's taken care of me show me all of new york city and how not to die. And that is a valuable lesson. <laughs> that is a very valuable lesson in New York City. <laughs> she, kept, she kept 19-year-old me alive. In one day, she gave me, she said, this is the rundown. This is how you don't die in New York City in 2003. And I said, okay. And I didn't die. And I've been going back ever since. And you know what? I'm still here. So those lessons she gave me, ace. Awesome. So I'm trying to decide on who I want to give my birthday boost to. I want to give my birthday boost to Gavin, but I'm so confused and it's been so long. I'm, I'm not really sure. And then there was Christina Marie and I, I clicked at her profile. And I'm like, I should know more about her. That didn't work out. None of none of that worked out. But I tell you who I will give this week's birthday boost to. Marie. I don't know exactly for sure. Is she a hasher who's in San Diego right now? Uh, it is possible. Why? Do you know her? No, she was hopping up on my birthdays. No, no, no. It, it can't be her. This is We got too many friends from the Jacksonville time in my life together. So it's somebody I obviously shared some time with in my life, but I don't. I'm so bad at being a good person. I, uh, <laughs> well, knowing is half the battle. I tell you, I'm going to give this week's birthday boost to Doc Sweeney. Chris Sweeney, uh, the fact that you were born on November 11th is uh, funny, but the, the fact that you were born, oh, I don't normally do that. <laughs> well, they put it out there to begin with. Yeah, they do, but we don't encourage you putting your actual birthday out there on the Facebooks. And then when we do the birthday boost segment, we try to avoid saying it. So I will bleep that out. But the year that I see for Chris Sweeney's birthday, who, by the way, is my command senior chief, and uh, he's in charge of everything that is holy. You a baby, son. You are so young. How are you a command senior chief and you were only born in that year? How is that even possible? <laughs> well, you know what's even funnier, though, is you said Chris Sweeney, and I remembered a Chris Sweeney, and I was like, I don't think this is the same Chris Sweeney. I know a Chris Sweeney. You know my Chris Sweeney? No, I know a different one. How Birthday, you... November 4th. <laughs> oh, Wow. Apparently, the Sweeney's like to get busy in February. That's the way they rule. Because <laughs> I was like, I could have sworn that I saw that it was his birthday recently. All right, who's your next one? Sarah Robodart. Okay, tell I us more about never Sarah. Met Sarah Robodart. <laughs> never. No, Sarah is married to my friend Ace Robodart, who's like up there in the numbers of homies. He was my best, my my best buddy in Bahrain. Went to the gym every day, cooked camel together. You know, you just, that's a bond that you can never you be You cooked broken. camel together. In, in a crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> we wrapped it in bacon and put it in a crock pot. The world's most expensive bacon. 
But she she married Ace, and she makes him very happy, and that makes me happy. Uh, so happy I, birthday uh, to Sarah. I, I'm happy for Ace, and happy birthday, Sarah. I'll tell you what, that was so good. We'll give you one of those. I am going to use my second birthday boost on, man, I got I got a lot of really good ones. But because I told the story about my friend Jack O'Brien, I can't not tell a uh, happy birthday to my friend Michael Jack Palmer. So uh, me, Jack, and Michael Jack all work together in Kings Bay. If I had to say Jack is the manliest of man-mans, I know, but Michael Jack is a close second. These are my fishing buddies. These are my friends. I love them both to infinity and beyond. Michael Jack was our investigator there in Kings Bay, and he's a special kind of guy. I mean, a special kind of guy. I loved being in his presence because there were things that he would say and do that you would not get anywhere else unless you lived in southeast Georgia. Michael Jack is an, 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 not an inbred, but he's a, he's, a, he's a real deal holy field when it comes to what the kind of people you would meet in southeast georgia he even just do things and say things that would make me smile and laugh i am a better person for knowing both jack o'brien and michael jack palmer so uh it goes without saying the happiest of happy birthdays to my friend michael jack Right? That was a good one. Who do you got in your honorable mention section? Caitlin Yingling. We went to boot camp together. I know Yingling, a Yingling. Wait. Good last names. Is her dad a senior, retired senior chief or retired master chief? Uh, maybe. You should find out. How crazy would that be? Two generations. Uh, Marty Yingling is someone I know from years ago who was a retired uh, master chief CB. Find out. Ask. Hold on. <laughs> Doing it as we speak. What was the... What? Okay, we'll have to revisit that. Yes. Is your dad's name Marty? Question mark. (laughs) Who else you got? Uh, Christina or Katrina Ortiz, uh, Ryan McGee, and I don't want to go too far because I don't want to give up next week. Right. Oh, and Christina Ashley. Well, I'm going to give mine to Christina Marie. I'm going to also give it to Gavin. I'm pretty sure his last name's Gavin. Can't remember his first name. To the commission's wife, Karen Bryant, uh, Will Hammer. I already mentioned Chris Reedy, Ron Signoro, uh, Mike Shepard, Ken Romero, Ryan Mitchell, and Kim Millwater. I see the Harrisons on there, but I know you as Kim Millwater and uh, married to a very funny comic. She's a very funny comic on her own, but also married to a very funny comic. Ben Medina has got his birthday coming up. Jill Kimmel, Brady, the beautiful man LaBello is having his birthday. And Angela Chloe. And uh, Joanne Lynn Cummings. I think that's going to... Oh, one more. One more. A favorite comedian and uh, a, a guy I've always loved and respected, uh, Ralph Tetta, is also having his birthday. That is... This microphone is making me very angry. That is everybody that I wanted to give a birthday boost to or an honorable mention to. Did you get all of your peeps in there? Word. All right. And that... Is everything that is everything that we need to do on a weekly basis with the exception of we didn't talk about our cars so next week i need you to be prepared yeah bring the owner's manual <laughs> bring the owner's manual we need to talk about our new cars new car a new car confusion i actually made a, a little thing for that 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I remind you today, as I remind you every day, be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Ball and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. Yingling. Yingling. Yeah, very funny story on how we met. Because I, I had never heard that name before. So they sent me across the, the to the other battalion. They sent me to another battalion to go find the senior chief Yingling. And I was like, what? What kind of name is that? They said, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, I was like, uh, like they repeated it. And I was like, 